Three receivers right, two to the left. Nias with Mackert in the backfield to his left. Sends him in motion. Fakes the handoff. Nias throws, and that one is behind the intended target, but caught as he whipped that one in there. Nice, solid catch by Jesse Coons as he reached back to grab it, and it's a uh, play down to the five-yard line. Growing the Game with Ballsy is a podcast dedicated to growing the game of football in Saskatchewan. Each week, Michael Ball will talk with rider guests, but he'll also highlight amateur athletes, coaches, and builders in this province growing the game we love. Now, here's Ballsy. Well, thanks for checking out the Growing the Game with Ballsy podcast. Please share with your friends, family, and anybody else that loves the game of football. Thanks to my sponsors, the Regina Thunder. We hope to see them back playing meaningful games in the late summer and fall. By Face First Medical Aesthetics, Crescinda will help you beat back father time in a naturally looking way. Second floor above Gabbo's on Dudney Avenue in Regina. Mark Greshner Photography. Check out his awesome work at markgreshner.com. I use some of his shots on my Facebook posts when I'm promoting this podcast. Paul Waldo at Royal LePage in Regina getting the real estate game with the three-time Grey Cup champ 306-502-5355 the number to call. Double Z Ag Sales in Weyburn for grain hauling, grain marketing and crop insurance. Give Corey a call 306-842-2406 This podcast is coming to you from the Regina Sports Performance Center studio. Get in the game. Join today at reginasports.ca And all our guests come to us on the Hammer Time Roofing Hotline, Hammer Time Roofing in Saskatoon. Tired of your shingles blowing off? Call Hammer Time Roofing, Saskatoon's only certainteed five-star roofing contractor backed by a true manufacturer's warranty. Give them a call, 306-262-ROOF. Time now for our homegrown segment brought to you by Murad Al-Khatib and the great gang over there at AGT Foods. All right, we're coming to you once again from the Regina Sports Performance Studios, and it's time to head out in the Hammer Time Roofing Hotline and speak with the team MVP in 2019 of the Regina Riot, Adrian Zuck. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. How old, like before we rolled the tape, your baby was crying. How old's your baby? Uh, Just uh, six weeks. Six weeks, wow. Okay, so what's tougher, delivering a baby, your second, by the way, or... Uh, taking on a guard and then coming through to make a tackle? Uh, <laughs> probably be a baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. more fun taking on a guard. Yeah, okay, okay, that's a better way to put it. Um, was the second pregnancy easier or harder than the first? Uh, way, way harder. Yeah, why is I that? I pushed myself really hard on the first one. Yeah. And probably injured myself a little bit. And um, the oh. second one that that injury came back very very early so 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 what you're telling me is like a sprained knee or maybe a dislocated finger is nothing on a football field compared to giving childbirth uh when you have an injury yeah like related to it <laughs> it's it's a little bit harder recovery and sometimes unpredictable as well yeah too. for sure yeah. so uh you've been with this team since day one do you remember your first day with the regina riot <laughs> oh i yeah i do actually uh, the first um, like meeting was a chalk talk, and it was held in like an upstairs room. I don't know Campbell Collegiate very well, mm-hmm. but I remember it was a chalk talk held in like an upstairs kind of auditorium room in um, Campbell Collegiate. And I didn't never played football before, and actually it was a friend of mine that's like, yes, yeah, she played high school football. She's like, we gotta go, and we sat down, and you know everybody, the coaches or whoever was interested in coaching kind of just talked about like because we're starting from square one like the majority of these people uh women like had never 
like have no idea like they maybe know the rules a little bit three downs but like no idea about like positions what you know different terminology so it was like like very very basic Hmm. and i remember i didn't even like say like oh are we gonna do this it was just like we're already in let's do it yep uh so did you be did you become a linebacker right away or did you try another position uh no i was actually the safety for the longest time and then um I got a little stronger, a little bigger, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, let's move you inside." And then being able, like, to like being a versatile player in terms of like holding my own position and having speed, I could pretty much play in the box or on coverage. So, women have to worry sometimes about their size, and don't take this the wrong way, but this is what I find no. interesting, right? Like, guys beef up, right? But if a yep. woman beefs up, they're not looked the same. Did you ever have that problem? You know, and the whole femininity thing, you know, if, you know, you play football, but are you really a woman? Because women are supposed to be dainty. That's what people feel. You know what I mean? Who says that? Well, some people do. They think, oh, they, they think. well, they don't expect women. A lot of guys I talk to, and I, don't get me wrong, I'm a big ride supporter, but a lot of people I talk to is like, oh, like a woman playing football. I'm not sure of that. Did you, did you have any of that early on that you had to get around? No, no, actually. You know, my, my sports background's wrestling, so, okay. you know, it kind of had a lot to do with, like, I mean, you're not weight conscious because of how you look. You're weight conscious because you want to make your weight right. and wrestle in that yeah. weight class. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's the beauty about football, and, you know, I never got that feeling when I played, actually. To me, football actually embraces people and how, you know, their body type mm-hmm. and the weight women or men, right? And, you know, that's what I tell people, like, oh, well, I'm too small to play football, or I don't know about this. I'm not really fast or super athletic. I'm like, man, I was like, football's the best sport. I was like, there's a position for every person, every body shape, every weight. I was like, there's somewhere where you're going to make an impact. That's a good point, because when I played with the Rams, I was 5'9", 145 pounds soaking wet, right? right? With my, my little rec specs on. That guy I'll never play. But yet, I was tested for th- steroids three times, because I was fast. <laughs> I could run away from people. They're like, wow. So you're yeah. right. There's a You could be 300 pounds. You could be a buck 45. It, it doesn't matter, and that is the beauty of football. So we talked about the first day. Now you've been you know, nine years along the way. Uh, are you amazed at how much the game has progressed, the women's game has progressed since then? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, like, from the first, like, primitive practices, like, the riot was lucky. You know, the um, the Thunder helped us out, and we had a, a field to run around on, and those were the days when people were loading up their trucks and bringing the equipment daily, and you're changing before you get to practice, right? Mm-hmm. To now, um, and then, yeah, people not knowing positions, what they're called, um, plays, like you had maybe two plays, whereas now, like, uh, you know, we're putting time in, like, you're, you know, when you commit to the team, and we call ourselves an elite team, like, you you have to commit to all the off-field stuff as well, too, not just playing the game and coming to practice, it's, you know, lifting weights, it's nutrition, it's the getting in the playbook, um, and watching film on your opponents and stuff. So uh, it's huge difference. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of laugh at, you know, some people, not laugh, but like some people are just, they don't understand where it came from in terms of like, they're like, well, you know, 
so-and-so didn't bring this or who's bringing this? And it's like, oh, well, you guys, can somebody grab, you know, the water can or this bag or something and bring it? And everyone's like, what? What? You have to bring it? I was like, oh, man. I was like, you don't even know I was like, yeah. how, how it was before. I was like, we're so lucky that we have the support staff we do yeah. and, you know, the community now that, you know, things have shaken out in terms of, like, we made a name for ourselves. You know, it's it's kind of cool, actually, walking around and uh, people are like, oh, yeah, you look really yeah. athletic. What do you do? And I'm like, oh, I play football for the Riot. And they're like, oh, cool, like the women's football team. I was like, yeah. yes. Yeah, that is yes. good. That is good. It's great. It's on the map. So let me ask you, 2020 didn't happen. Was it going to happen for you anyway? Like you were pregnant with a child. Were you, were you planning to take 2020 off anyway? Uh, no, actually. Oh, really? Uh, it was pretty much like 2020 when we found out like the season mm. was most definitely a no-go. It was like, okay, let's squeeze a COVID <laughs> kid in here and hope to hell that I can recover like in, in time for this season, which mm. I'm putting in my work now. <laughs> yeah, so how hard is it? You know, let's talk about that. You talk about training and nutrition and all that stuff, and for... You know, for a regular dude that probably wouldn't have the intestinal fortitude to have a kid, you're you're doing that coming back off of off of having a, a child, something come out of you. How tough has that been to get that body back into shape? Uh, you know, this time, like I said, this time around, it's been harder because I did have like a previous like, right pelvis injury. Yeah, and both both pregnancies were C sections. Okay, yeah. Um, so literally, like I had to really. It was tough. Well, actually, COVID helped me out that way because there was nowhere to go and nothing to distract me. So, like, surgery-wise, I could let myself heal. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I'm six weeks post-surg, post like, post-op. Yeah. Um, so now it's, like, putting in that time. But, um, you know, yeah, this time around much, much uh, more challenging than mm-hmm. the first time. Are you the undisputed leader of that Regina Ride football team? You're the MVP the last time you guys played. You've been there since day one. Do you look at yourself as the as the as the leader of that football team? And and how important is that to you to be the you know on the ground floor and to be a leader and maybe a role model for younger women coming up? We just had International Women's Day. Yeah, um, I I don't really kind of see myself as like. I don't know, the head of the team. I never really thought of myself that that way. I guess sometimes there's there's situations where people kind of look to me and like, oh, yeah, oh, shoot, I am like the oldest person here and have been here the longest. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, there are a lot of my teammates, too, that it feels like I've been playing with them for like a decade, mm. and they've only been there a few years. This, like Their knowledge translation has been so good, and because the team – is so established their learning is like exponentially faster than what mine was when I first started. Mm, that's awesome. Okay. Uh, lastly, uh, this season usually goes in the spring. Uh, I know the league's already said they're pushing back the start date. Yep. Do you think there's going to be a season this year? Um, that's tough to say. Um, you know, I like, I'm not, I'm not, I have no say or whatever yep. in terms of like the league and stuff. You know, it would be awesome, of course, to have a season. I could possibly see, you know, if there isn't a full-out season where we're playing interprovincial, then I'm hoping that there's something in terms of, like, we can work something out with provincial teams, like, you know, make-up mini-games or 
do something so at least like we can still play, you know, our players that are coming up from like uh, minor football um, have an opportunity to play with some of like, you know, Team Canada players and with the Ride and the Saskatoon's Valkyrie team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, even if we don't have a season, we can't play like, you know, the Winnipeg teams. Yep. Or the Alberta teams like be kind of cool to do like a mixer in terms of like let's split up and make like a red green team. <laughs> That's funny, a mixer. Hey, so let me yeah. ask you this because I do this with the guys I interview. Let me do this with you. You're a a young mother of two young kids, but you're playing football, which is takes a lot of commitment. You already uh, said that. How mm-hmm. who helps you? be able to get on the field behind the scenes because somebody's got to look after the kids. Somebody's got to be your support system. Maybe you want to give a shout out to somebody. Yeah. Big shout out to, I'd say my fat, like our family, um, both me and um, like my spouse or partner, mm. um, our parents. Yeah. Huge. Like we would not be able to, to put the time in and like he coaches on the team too. So we're both gone at the same time. Um, for the same amount of time um, so we definitely wouldn't be able to do or be as committed as we are mm-hmm. um, with everything training on the off season you know meetings that kind of stuff yeah huge shout out to them like I'm yeah. living the life yeah so because of them. what's your husband's name uh Catlin okay Catlin's your husband okay Catlin so yeah. was that did you guys know yourself uh did you know each other before that or was that a romance on the football field <laughs> Uh, actually it was football kind of how, how we found each other. And the funny story was, is actually his mom played on the riot in 2012. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Cause all three of her sons were playing on the Rams, yeah. uh, the year before that year. Yeah. And so she joined or whatever, and I kind of got to know her and I was like, Oh, Hey. And she's like, yeah, all three of my sons play for, you know, the U of R and stuff. And then. You know, a couple of years later, I happened to be at the gym. I used to work um, shift work, and I happened to be at the gym, like, really late at night and ran into this, well, this guy came up to me, and he saw my sweater, and he said, hey, he's like, do you play uh, Do you play football? And do you play, he said, do you play for the ride? And I was like, I do. And at that time, mm-hmm. um, the LFL, like, the lingerie yep. Football league, league was trying to get into Regina, so we kept getting mixed up with them. Yeah. And people are like, oh, you play laundry football? And I was like, mm-hmm. And I had to explain, like, no, there's actually a football team that's a women's team. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. He knows the football team is. And then he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, my mom played for that team. And I was like, ah. So that's <laughs> how we met. And then we actually needed some help coaching. And That's awesome. So so, yeah. so loving the trenches. I love it. Well, <laughs> congratulations. Now, how old's your uh, first one? Uh, she'll be five this year. And her name is? Rogan. And she comes to the games and watch you play? Uh, yeah, she does. Awesome. And your new one is, uh, what's her name? Jubilee. Jubilee. That's Where'd you come up with that name? I don't know. Catelyn did. That's awesome. <laughs> well, that's good. At least he did something, right? Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, thanks very much for uh, guesting with us here and uh, look forward to seeing you on the football field. Yeah, I hope there is a football field this year, too. Yeah. 
Well, just before we wrap up growing the game with Ballsy from the Regina Sports Performance Center studio, wanted to say happy St. Patrick's Day to all those of Irish descent listening to this podcast. May you have a great day. For the rest of us, how about this? Want to impress people when you're out drinking? How about showing them you're the MacGyver of drunks? There's a video floating around that shows you how to get the cap off a beer bottle using nothing more than a sheet of paper. Now, it's an old trick, but if you've never heard about it, here's what you do. Fold the paper in half from top to bottom, then fold it half longwise three times until it's long and thick. Hey. (laughs) Now fold that in the middle and turn it into a V-shape. Hold the bottle steady, put the V under the cap, and pop it off. You might want to practice once before trying to impress the ladies. Uh, You'll be way cooler if you do it on your first try. Anyway, here are the top tips for having a great St. Patrick's Day. Asking a short guy for his pot of gold is funny, unless he's a 132-pound MMA fighter with no sense of humor. If you're wearing green, you won't get ridiculed unless it's an Edmonton football jersey. Sinks are for peeing too. All drains lead to the ocean, right? Use popular Irish phrases like top of the morning or me liver swollen to the touch. Be sure to celebrate your Irish pride by finding the nearest Englishman and kicking him squarely in the junk. Be sure to drink enough that you don't realize corned beef and cabbage taste like lukewarm salty feces. And your goal for tonight will be to wake up to a ginger that has stolen your soul. This has been Growing the Game with Ballsy. If you have a football story you'd like to share to help us grow the game, email Michael Ball at mball at harvardbroadcasting.com. Ballsy can be heard weekdays in Regina on 104.9 The Wolf Morning Show and during Saskatchewan Rough Riders and U of R Rams broadcasts on 620 CKRM.